How are we doing, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of FSI's NASCAR DFS Pick Show. I'm your host, TK Nation 47 joined with Mega Rule 31. Mega, good evening, and uh, it's good to be back on the video. Sorry for last week, for the technical difficulties, you should say. Uh, but we are back at the Watkins Glen for the Go Bowling at the Glen. Yeah, but it's an auto race. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> um, not my favorite course. Definitely donated today. Still a little salty about how all that went down. I was out in the boonies, so I didn't have any service, and I didn't really have much updates. So um, just kind of what happened. So now I'm going to have some time to research, uh, talk this out with you, and hopefully you know make for a better day tomorrow. So uh, let's talk a little bit about strategy and what we usually play for here at the at the road courses. Well, the thing is, there's it's almost like. Um... A plate track here because you really want to look for like place differential where you yeah. can find it there's it's a long course so you don't have many laps or fast laps so and the fast laps can be spread out with guys that just pit and so it's not even the leaders that are necessarily like leading as if it was like a bristol or a short track where you've got two 300 400 laps so yeah now on fan duel like you, you kind of want the flip you want like the you want to try to pick the winner because you get 43 points for that and then like try to get guys with good finishing position. But for DK, um, I think we want to try to find guys that can move up. It's hard to pass here, but not impossible. It's right. one of the faster road courses with some of like the longer straightaways, but it's not like a fake road course where they're actually driving on a racetrack for a little bit of time. And then they all have to slam on their brakes and try to get around a corner and they can make illegal moves and things like that. I mean, none of that comes into play. It's more like Sonoma, but it's, it's unique in itself, but um, Sonoma is a little bit more technical. Sure. So it, it should be fun. Um, I think you definitely have some guys that looked really good in practice here. The Toyotas seem to continue to struggle. So be interesting to see how this all plays out. Yep. And the other element to all of this is the playoffs. Uh, you know, guys are going to see this as an opportunity to get themselves into the playoffs with a win. Um, and, you know, we're getting to the point where it's kind of win and get in, or, you know, if we get to Daytona and we got 16 winners, um, you know, that track could breed, all kinds of craziness. So um, you got to get a win and, or if you're Blaney or, or Byron, you, you need to keep finishing in front of the other one to make sure you're in the lead in points for that 16th spot. It's a really interesting uh, dynamic we have going for the playoffs this year. Um, so with all of that said in mind, you want to start with 38th position and go from there. Um, I think we'll start at the top. I started the top with Chase Elliott, 10 7. I he's obviously he he's a master at this course. He's mm -hmm. he's had multiple wins here. He should have almost won um just like goofy stuff that kept him out of it. So I know they skipped it in um 2020, the year that I believe he won the championship, but uh because of COVID in New York, but he's just yeah. been super solid here. Like he didn't even need to race the Xfinity race to get extra reps. Like he's Obviously, second fastest in practice, like nailed the qualifying. So I find yeah. it hard to believe that he's not going to win this. I think he's going to get out there and have a, a pretty dominant race and, and show why, you know, he has been pretty masterful at this track. So I think okay. I feel safe playing him in cash, which, 
you know, you, you always are apprehensive, but I think there was a road course, maybe it was Sonoma where like, everybody's like, you're not, you don't want to play number one and two. And then number one and two ended up like fighting out for the whole time. And, um, they, you know, both were optimal and maybe it was Elliot and Chastain. I'm thinking of, I, I can't remember. Chastain was one of them. I can't remember who the other one was. And you're just like, what well, you know, you shouldn't play them because they're starting one and two in DK and they have so much to lose, but they were the clear one and two for a reason starting the race. And they were clear one and two throughout the race also. So. Right. Now practice does tell a lot of the story when it comes to road courses. So definitely going to be heavily owned on Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson is kind of something I'm not entirely sure which stance to be on. I think I might just go all in on Chase and then see if I can be underweight on Larson and hope it pays off, um, you know, because I think a lot of people might try to play both. Yeah, and I agree with Larson being underweight on him. I know he won Xfinity. I know yep. he had to start at the back of the track and yep. go up here. But Kyle Larson wasn't racing for any points in there so his pit strategy could be different he is racing for points here and the other thing with Kyle Larson is this is a different car and he's got a love-hate relationship with his tires and you know we've seen him cut these tires down quite often hasn't done it recently so maybe he's figured it out but it still always scares me so I think he's a cash play but he's not a priority as much as Chase is for me I agree and that's the stance I'm going to take Michael McDowell I think I agree here 7-1 fade he could win too high yeah, he could win this race, but he's only 18th in practice. FanDuel, great play. Put him in there because you're looking for finishing position. Yep. DK, I think he has too much that he could potentially lose here. Um, you know, I look for him next week in Daytona, but here he's a good road course driver. He's got he decent car, but I don't think he can hang with the big boys up here enough. I mean, it's not much to pay off his price tag at 71. So if you want to take a shot at GPP, that's fine. But sure. I just think he's a fade. Yep, I think if he's going to garner ownership, I'm going to try to beat it instead with someone else. William Byron, 7700 Interesting price tag. Very, very slumpy right now. But this is, um, you know, he didn't really have a good Xfinity race. That kind of buried me today. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'll gauge your interest. I have him as a GPP just because he hasn't put together a complete road course. He's had issues here and there. and race together in general he's probably racing for points so he's probably going to stay out and get as many points as he can because he's so close at the end of stage two so then he's going to start at stage three towards the back because he's going to pit after everybody else and it's going to be a tough uphill battle to try to get back to the top so i don't want him okay gvp to fade Tyler Reddick, 10-3, winner at Road America earlier this year. Also winner at the, gosh, I can't remember. Indy one. Indy, yes, that's correct. Thank you. Yeah, he, so back-to-back road course victories. I think you have to take that seriously. Yeah, but I don't think, like, I think Chastain had the better car there, and I know he cut the corner and stuff, and actually <laughs> chased it. I mean, that whole corner took out so many good cars. Yeah, that, and, and I know Reddick had like won the pole, and I know Reddick like did really well and ended up re- winning the race. I'm not going to take that away from him. I think he's sure. he's figured out something here at road courses, and this is the first time he's earned his baby blue badge. For those of you who haven't watched before, the baby blue guys are not elite but they're better than average here and the guys that are in orange are road course ringers guys that just primarily come in and run road courses but don't run regular cup races so he finally got his baby boo stripe here and i think you can play him in cash and i think that he's a good bet to win the race Mm -hmm. but i just think 
playing two 10k guys. I mean, if you can get him in, I think he'd be the one to pair. But yeah. I think we had to talk with the next guy, even AJ Allmendinger here is almost three road courses in the past. Right. And he, he's really good at it. He finished second in Xfinity. Mm-hmm. He's he looked decent here. He's third in practice. Like this this Collie car isn't as fast and as dominant as the Xfinity ones are, right. but it is more of a level playing field with these new cars. Like on most race tracks, Collie's been almost not an inferior team, but like a middle tier team. Right. But I think they can make up with it. And just the way he understands his track and how many reps and practice he's had here. Reddick has had some, but AJ has just so much more. So and look at the two of these together. Like if you're playing Elliot and Reddick, I like it, but I would think maybe Almondinger would be the better choice here to save you some money to get some other guys in. So you're not playing some of these like, 5k 6k guys that are very scary so the thing i like about almondinger the most not in the playoffs um is he eligible to race for the playoffs no 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 No. because the 16 cars rotated between he and hammerick and rigson glad you stopped me before i said something stupid well then he's just going to want to win the race and maybe it's not for the playoff points but he loves to win the race just to win the race so who's going to be on a different strategy uh, maybe he stays, you know, maybe he pits early on the, on the stages and he tries to make sure he sets himself up at the end to be into the top five at the end to win. I think we've seen him do it before at Indy. He was out there or it was either Road America. He didn't have the best car, as you've mentioned, with colleague not having the best car often, but they're going to take those altering strategies. And he's a good enough road course driver to make sure that they're in the right position to put themselves as a team in that right position at the end. So for that reason, I, I agree with you. I would like Almondinger at maybe half the ownership of Reddick, or you know, we don't really necessarily know the exact percentages yet where that all shakes out. That's a good teaser to get you into the Discord. Talk to us in the Discord. We're going to be able to figure out some of those intricate questions for you, and we'll be able to answer those things like where is his ownership at? Should I be overweight on him? Should I be underweight on him? You can get in that Discord through our Twitter handle at FSI underscore DFS or on our website, FSIDFS.com. Uh, you can find those links in the comments. Join us, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I, I like Almondinger as a, a better play, probably because I don't think the ownership is going to be there. People are going to see the two wins at the road courses in the game logs for Raddick, and I think it gravitates more ownership from the public. I don't think anyone's going to own Chris Busher. Me and you have learned our lesson over the course of the of the year of how well the arc for some reason Busher has done at qualifying and race trim for the for this car. And I am not getting bit here. Seventy eight hundred. I'm going to play him over Byron and Deb McDowell. Yes, and if he's one that really needs a win, and this could get him into yeah. the the championship. Yeah, um, he, he's had solid returns for the rest of the year, so he's decent in points. Just he just needs, needs that win to boost him up with all the other winners they've had this year. Yeah. And he does perform usually well at um, play tracks too for Daytona. So, um, which is it's just you know it's it's a lottery anyway. So um, I, I like him. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a GBP to play to be overweight on. Maybe not cash. I could see it, but GBPs for sure. I mean, because there's other cash plays, right? We can, that that are going to have that safe place differential. But I think McBusher has a really good chance of finishing 
inside the top five. Sindrick, 9,800. Typically good on road courses. Um, weird price tag for me. Yeah, just just too high here. That's why you said GPP. Um, only 13 outside the top 10 in practice. Yeah. Uh, Fords have been okay. They haven't been as bad as the Toyotas. Obviously, what the form is he in though? He, There's no recent form I can I can hold on to that he's in a in a groove with his driving. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's been doing some road courses, but yeah, other people take him out a lot. What's that? Other people take him out a lot. Yeah, and you're you're right, but he's not putting himself in the right position to win. And I don't think ninety eight hundred is the price tag I want to play for Cindric. Like if he was in the seven k range, I'd be all over it. Yeah, absolutely. Ninety eight. Yeah, way too high. Too high. Low low in GBP play maybe, but. No, not for me. Daniel Suarez, 9,400, winner. Wait, before you go any further, okay, if I up? said, look at the th- – hey, TK, three yeah. Penske cars, who's the who's going to be the most expensive? Would you ever say Austin Sindrick? No. <laughs> Blaney's 9-2 and Logano no, is 8-2. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's, that is very I, – I would rather play Ryan Blaney – 10 times over than Cindric in this position. Yeah, you save $600 and you have almost 20 place differential points. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So there, that's your breakdown. Perfectly said. Uh, uh, next up is Daniel Suarez at 9,400. Decent in practice, winner at Sonoma. I, I feel comfortable playing him in GBPs. Yeah, I, I have him as cash because I, I think that he could – definitely win this race um or finish second so there's some place differential there and and a good finishing spot but so i think he has some floor for cash but gpp you know definitely yeah has driver driver two driver three maybe there's upside in leading or winning the race worthy of multi-entry gpp format single entry i'm not as high on him but i think that oh uh, maybe there's some lower ownership that you could take away and maybe he's a better pivot off of Almondinger chalk. So I could see it. Um, Kyle Busch, 8,900. Kyle Busch is a really good driver. There's a lot of contract stuff going on. I think it's a distraction with the team and with him. It wasn't there in practice. Something feels off. I'm not as high on Kyle Busch as I should at a road course right now. Yeah. Um, I was a GPP. His price has fallen. He just can't get out of his way. But you know what? I think I'm going to drop $20 tomorrow for him to win this race. I just have a weird feeling. Sad to see him under the 9K. Yeah. It's, like, it's, yeah. What's, I, 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 I think I'm going to bet him to win it tomorrow because sure. it's like some, for some weird reason, he's definitely going to own my GPP lineup. I just, I, it doesn't make sense, but that's yeah. when these things happen when yep. they don't make sense. Yep. Yep, and now you just completely recoursed me. I've been getting bit in the butt with Kyle Busch. Oh, me too. You know, yeah. so this is the, this is the last this is the last stand on Kyle Busch. The last time he goes to my GPP, you know, lineup. you're not playing him at Daytona. No, so, absolutely not. Yeah, if he wants to get in to the playoffs, feeling I will play BJ McLeod over <laughs> Kyle. You, you're Todd go die. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Alex Bowman at 8K. Um, not your typical road course driver. He's not. He doesn't have the blue. He's done some 
things in Xfinity, but the the cup form is so bad. This is probably a fade for me. I have them in cash only because the Hendricks cars look so dominant in practice and they were very consistent. I think he's got enough floor for it, but um, I might back him down to the the team form is making me nervous. That's fine. And again, he might, but he's got two wins this year, right? Yeah. So he should be in the playoffs. So he doesn't have to go for points. You're right. Who who knows their mentality? They've been at such a bad run of form right now, this team. They might just be looking to get as many points as they possibly can to get into the playoffs, or they try to, you know, come away with some form. I don't know. I, I'm just so wishy-washy on this team right now. There's just a lot going on with the 48 and 18. I don't know what to do with either one of them. So I'm going to have to further dive in. form the Byron, though. Man, yeah, all of them. They're just it's it's but the price tags are so cheap on all yeah. of them. So that's what's really sucking you in. Austin Dillon, sixty five hundred. Uh not, I have him as nah, nah, I don't know. <laughs> his average finish in the last all the road courses this year, I think is like fourteenth or fifteenth. He has been super consistent. Although I I think it got he did get taken out. He was a really good play in Indy, and he got taken out. It wasn't his fault. Uh, yep, he did get. Yep, he was. But of, but uh, other than that, action. he has been very consistent. Like he doesn't get his blue stripe yet, but at sixty five hundred, I think he can finish in the top fifteen. And did you even notice? Though, hold on, I'm sorry. Did you notice he's gotten a lot better since his show came out? I didn't even know he had a show. Yeah, he's got a TNT show. What's it called? God, I couldn't tell you. I, I just, God, I'm not my brother. I still have a ride. <laughs> it, it's something with his wife. Ever since this show's dropped on TNT, he's quietly been better. And I think it's because now there's more spotlight on him. And he's starting to, and people are starting to wonder why on earth there's a TV show about Austin Dillon. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird a weird dynamics, but okay. Last thing, does the practice time scare you? A little bit, but again, I didn't expect it to be um, super high. So I, I just, I just wanted him to kind of stand out in this range here as a cash option. Okay. And, and just full disclosure for everybody in my cash line, I have Elliot and I don't have anybody else in the top 15 sure everybody else is down yep with the way there's a certain driver driving right now it makes a lot of sense but we'll talk about them later justin haley 6k uh i'm a yes yeah i have him as a a gpp play because he has been consistent here i like dylan a little bit better with I like Dylan's equipment a little bit better, but it is a Cully car. He has studied a lot with AJ Allmendinger, and the fruits are showing. He has really, really improved. Yeah. With his teammate has helped him a lot here. Twelfth in practice, so I think he can car get setups, it out fifteen. Yeah, car setups are better. You know, you have, and he's the thirty-one's the better calling tar, car too. So, I, I, I'm at six K. Absolutely, it'll be my highest or my lowest price highest starting position play that i have uh chase briscoe 8800 um man i just haven't seen him do anything lately 
and I keep playing him, but he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's he's okay here, like seventh in practice. So I mean, he has that going for him. Um, he was last guy in my FanDuel lineup for cash, just because that's where I landed, um, and I didn't and I didn't hate it. So uh, he's a little bit expensive here at eighty eight. So. Right. So GPP, I think he's got potential staying in the top 15, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to move on to Brad Keselowski, 7,300. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I get it, but the only thing is, is I think he's going to be gunning for the win. Like, he can't point right. him, point his way in, so right. I, that's all he has. He's got here in Daytona, so I think it's going to be all out, and that's although right. we, we hate him, he's been annoying, and he's like, killed us when he hasn't played we haven't played him he's like the josh williams of uh <laughs> nas of cup here i think so how fall he is far or how fall he far he has fallen yeah. <laughs> all right ty gibbs 6900 really interesting spot here if he's going to be low owned i'm going to be way overweight yeah i don't think he's going to be super high owned here with all the other ones here because all the, the toyotas have just really struggled so yeah. um but you know he takes over for kurt bush and kurt bush was always a decent road course driver so you know i'm yeah. sure there's some wisdom there uh he did okay in um cup i think he finished or xfinity i think he finished like third or fourth today so yeah I mean, 6900 too. I mean, the price tag is nice. Perfect spot for GPPs. If he's low-owned, great spot to be. Joey Hand, this guy's come up pretty big um, in road courses this year for Rick Ware Racing in that 15. He's really handled this car well. Seems to really get it. I mean, he'll be in the player pool for sure. I just won't have him in any particular spot. Makes it make any sense? Yeah, it's just I think he's more of a GPP play just because the the equipment is so cheap. I mean, it's it's all the same stuff with this new car, but they just don't have the tech and research and everything. Um, oh, that's another thing on Busher. He he did the test for the new car and the tire here at Watkins Glen. Even bigger. And that's what and that's what helped him really with like some of the other races. So just back note for him there. But speaking of testing and stuff, but I just don't think that you know Rick Ware has the the research ability and stuff. I don't think they really have. I mean, they probably have partnership maybe with like one of these other Ford groups. But I just I just really don't think that I, I like him. He, he's a good driver, but I just wish he was in a better car. There are so many other open yeah. rides here that like why couldn't he have landed in another one sure we don't disagree ross chastain 10k flat the track house cars have definitely been the fastest at road courses and everywhere he did win one of them didn't he he won the one where he wrecked almondinger into coda? alex bowman i believe that was coda yeah coda okay so, yeah, there's definitely um, place differential here. Definitely potential to finish up in, in the top five. Um, be a cash option. Popular yeah, one, too. Yeah, absolutely. He just didn't fit into the build that I decided. And that's, I think, fair. Because if he finishes anywhere outside the top 10, it pays off. You're not. You're only going to get somewhere around 30-something points. Right. And you're not going to have maybe the upside of someone like Almondinger, Suarez, Maybe a player we'll talk about later. So, yep. 
Todd Gillen, fifty seven hundred, decent road course driver. Yeah, front row, not a bad team. Fifty seven hundred. We got a sub six k play. I don't mind it. He'll be in the player pool. Yeah, definitely GPP here. Like, and he he he's hung around most of the road courses. Where like, oh, maybe he's starting a little bit too high, but he's held his own. So I, I think he's... prefer him over Burton or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Joe, Joey Logano, eighty two hundred. Unbelievable price tag. I think he's gonna be high owned. I don't mind it here. I mean, he's eighty two hundred, and he's got a car that's better than you know. Well, I shouldn't say better, but is equal to some of the other drivers in this price range. I think he's gonna be a maybe a potential low owned single entry play for me. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like him. I like him in cash. I, I think just the the price, and he's he's. Not known like really as a road course guy, but he's been around in Cup yeah. long enough to have some experience here and have yeah, history more experience than some of these other ones. Ooh, history is a knock. In in his last two races, he's got an average finish of twenty second. But new car, who knows? Uh, maybe they get it right tomorrow. But I will take that into account. Not seeing the the good history on his side. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. sixty one hundred. No, I'm gonna have to agree with you here on the fade. No, he's just really faded this whole season, and <laughs> I think he's he's started to. to I think he's starting. Put it. <laughs> I think he started like too high here, and he's like thirty third, and um, I just JT this this team just really hasn't done well. Um, yeah, with this new car and everything. So right. Next up, we have car owner and car owner driver. Uh, we have Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace, 86, 68. So um, interesting spot here. Your, who's your lean here? Denny's got some course history. Either. Some, yeah. Bubba Wallace. Bubba is horrible on road courses. He got so – was it last week? Last road course at Indy where he had that excellent finish? Made us look foolish for calling him a dumb play. Well, it's only because of all the other cars crashed out. Like, <laughs> did, do you remember who the top five was? Like, look at the top five there. I think, yeah. um, like, didn't Cody Harris Bayer... Burton's in there too? Yeah, like, yeah, it was like the most bizarre. Yeah, no, I get it because it made me look foolish. I'm surprised I made money that day. So, um, yeah, I'm not gonna play Bubba. I'll probably play some Denny. Just just a little bit in the player pool about him and him and Joey probably about the same amount you know somewhere around that twenty percent mark because of the price tag. That's all I have. Okay. I don't feel confident in either. Kevin Harvick, man on fire, eighty four hundred, yeah. probably the preferred play in this AK range. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Really, um, really back to back wins. Uh, you know, you can kind of take this week off if he felt like it. I could, I could see that theory. You know, they aren't really strong road course, you know, driver set up, not really their strong suit. So I could see them taking a back seat, maybe get some stage points and go home. So there's that worry, um, right? Um, but I don't know. Guy's, guy's killing it right now. He looks like the Kevin Hardwick of old. Practice times, maybe that's they suggest my theory is correct. So be be cautious, I think. Stuart Haas hasn't really had much a ton of speed this year. True. On certain tracks, 
but I think just his experience compensates for a lot of remember a lot of these guys haven't seen this course like they ran it last year um, but they didn't have it in 2020 and I think you know the more laps you've had here the more experience and more you are, understand how to drive the course and I think that helps him here he's, he's better than a 24th place car you're right and he's got an average finish of seven and a half in the last two races so thanks for reeling me back in on that Martin Truex Jr. 9100 um, an average finish of two and a half in the last two races is really showing out here um, the gen car hasn't been his car though um, are we feeling confident on the daughter's favorite driver no no I'm I don't think I'm gonna be playing much of him I, I think he's again, have he'll, a good be, year. he'll be he'll be trying to get stage points here just yep. to help his his playoff um yeah I, I honestly he could honestly miss the playoffs this year it's yeah the, the, the Toyotas have been not really good at this um at road courses all year they continue to struggle 27th and in, in practice qualified 25th nothing's pointing in the right direction for him except track history that's all I will give him Ryan Blaney, 9,200. I think he's the much better play in this scenario. Um, Absolutely. Matt DiBenedetto did really well in, well, no, it's the Wood Brothers car. Excuse me. Blaney has an average finish of nine and a half. I was thinking for some reason Blaney was in the Wood Brothers car. So I will save that Wood Brothers car take for another driver, but I don't like that driver anyway. So I don't really know what I'm talking about here. Uh, your thoughts on Blaney? I really like him here just because 17th in practice and he's one that has always qualified well and just not been able to sustain it. But here, I think there's, if he rises to where he's average, yeah. he's averaged his finishes, then you have some nice place differential. It's been where he started like third and ends up like 15th. Yeah. I like him 26 and ending up 15th. That that's helpful and useful. Yep. Yeah. Really like Ryan Blaney tomorrow. All right, Kimi Rakonikinen. Yes. Do you have anything on this? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a real person. Yeah, he's an actual. Okay. This is this is finally the third track house car that okay. they put out there for the whole diversity initiative. Got and it. this guy is a former Formula One superstar. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, seventy six hundred. He's getting a price boost though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just because of the pedigree on him. And this, this track house car is, everybody said it's pretty fast. It's 20th in, in practice, yeah, but practice you look know, bad. look at, look at what Suarez has done and look at what uh, Chastain has done. Like their knowledge of these cars and setup and stuff, plus his skill as a road course driver from F1 experience it bodes really well. I have him as GPP just to the price a little bit high. Yeah. But um, I, the first red I, flag I don't struggle that. playing with cash, and I think he could be a sleeper here. Interesting. All right. Well, it's something to monitor, too. Heading into tomorrow, Ty Dillon, 4,200, 5,100. This is a solid cash play with a lot of floor. He, wow, if out you of want all the, stars the 5K guy ones, is the most consistent. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad road course driver either. No. I mean, he doesn't have your blue price, your blue tag, and I think that's fair. I just I've seen him run well, and you know, he's like the new age Ryan Newman. He just sits around the back, he waits for the right time, and then when it's time, he seems to have his nose somewhere in between sixteenth and twentieth. Um, so 
I can understand it. 5,100, really good price tag too. So cash play makes a lot of sense. Cole Custer, 63. I think I prefer Dylan, honestly. What's your story here? He's almost blue. He ran the Xfinity race and did really well. He's been really, really trying at road courses and he's he's been decent. He's got a bunch of place differential potential here. I, I think he okay. could definitely get up into like 10 places at least at 63. I mean, that's a gold mine. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I'll have some Custer. I just I don't know. He could be he's probably the one of the solid the most solid point per dollar play on the slate, I think. Okay. Yeah, average average finish of 18th in his last two here at Watkins Glen. Yeah, Harrison. as long as he doesn't end up under Martin Truex Jr., we're fine. But well, I don't think it's going to rain. That or next to Harrison Burton in a turn. So yeah. <laughs> which is who we're talking about here in the 21. Now I was trying to talk about how Benedetto had a lot of good history with the Wood Brothers 21, and then I remembered Harrison Burton drives a 21, and, yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. So I think it's top five last road race. Come on. Not letting variance take me away from my process. <laughs> not not doing it. Why is Coral Fines not? <laughs> th- thank you. Yes. Eric Jones, 43 car, 6,700. Uh, yeah. This is this is the, I thought I swear I thought you were going prime with Eric Jones. I was surprised to see Custer over Jones. Um, he's been good, but there's just been some points where he's just kind of lost his speed. Yeah, at, at times. Um, twenty fifth. So yeah, I, I definitely like it, but and right. I think either one. But I think really Custer is the one. Just. Running the Xfinity race, I think, with those extra reps, I think that's going to be the determining factor. It really helps. Okay. Next up, we have Corey LaJoy, 5,400. He, ever since that, like, miracle race that he had in Atlanta, he's mm-hmm. just really, like, slowed down. Like, his practice yeah. has been horrible. He just really hasn't. So, I think yeah. he's a fade for me. Yeah, I got to agree. Mike Rockenfeller? didn't look great in practice he was only 35th and um i, I just, it's a spire car which isn't great I, I could see this thing breaking down and not even like making it or Lord, being yeah. like a couple laps down yeah no thanks loris hesemans we've seen him race here before but nah yeah but these hesemberg cars like have the tech has been horrible terrible like I don't understand, like when you have like parity and they're almost the same cars, how that these cars could be so bad bad compared to the other ones. Just a team not knowing what they're doing. Eric Almarola. I, I think he's a, a solid cash play here. He definitely is. He's not a great road course guy, but he's better in thirty fifth, especially these yeah. guys around him. Right and at sixty two, like he should be able to pick off like five, you know, ten drivers potentially. Yeah, I think I'll play him in GBPs. Danil Kavat? Nope. Another another fade, another Hesenberg car. Kyle Tilly? Not interested either. He was the dead last in First practice, car practice. Time. Yep. Yeah. All right. And if he was going any slower, he'd be going backwards. Pretty much. Christopher Bell, 6,800. This is hard to stomach because the Toyotas have been bad, but he's the only one that's really had some speed. He had an issue. I think he blew up the engine or wrecked or something and, and practice or qualifying. 
Yeah, something happened in qualifying. For something him. happened. I I can't remember. I, I was working today and, and trying to focus on Xfinity for everybody. So, well, let um, me look that up for the for the viewers' sake, real quick. We only so have get that less right. than, we only have two minutes left. So I saw that. Yeah, I know. I was trying to. Well, Cody, where on the last guy, I'll say yes, only because he's starting last and can go no place but up, and he's only forty eight hundred, and his Rick Ware car is not as bad as these Hustleman cars, so you could at least get three place differential points there. All right, Chris Rebell, blue and engine. Okay. So. so that doesn't really worry me. Gibbs will get a brand new engine in there. They'll be fine. And it's just like you got you got kind of got to play this chalk here in cash yep. because he, he's he's decent here. He's a good road course driver, and he he gets up into like the top fifteen, and you don't have him, and he gets like twenty three place differential points. Then you you yep. you're done. You're out of the money. All right, that'll wrap things up. Any final thoughts? We got a minute and 30. Nope. Just um, check the uh, video back for about half an hour before lock to see if we have any major updates um, on anything. If anybody fails like tech or makes changes and have to start with the back, you know, so it could really like Tyler Reddick from the back. I don't know if he can get back up there, but if it's like Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson, I think they can. So it all depends on who it is. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. All right, guys, thank you for listening in. You can always follow me on Twitter at TKNation47. That is at MegaRoller31. Follow us on our website, FSIDFS.com, or on our Twitter handle, FSI underscore DFS. All right, guys, enjoy the Watkins Glen, the gold bowling at the Glen.